0: Hackers to get my weight. The boys and me got big nets. I go and we fall to
1: It's the Golf Insiders giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your Golf Insiders on ESPN 1080. That team.
2: Hello, Oral.
3: You're listening to the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4. In the house, your host, Holly G., along with the best caddy on the planet, Rich B., Rich Bianco, in studio in Orlando. And I am coming live from the Concession Golf Club in beautiful Bradenton, Sarasota, Florida. Rich B., how are y'all?
4: I'm all right. You know, it's uh it's I'm in the big seat tonight. I'm in the driver's seat. Uh big shout Get out in
3: the, the bus, Doug. <laughs> I,
4: I'm in the big seat. Hey, and a uh, uh, shout out to Obi Wan O'Neill and his Jedi Tuck uh for shouting out for us uh year after year. You know, those guys do a good job. WHO ten eighty the teen, uh strong and they, they've uh let us hang around for quite a while. I'm in the big seat here, so I feel like I gotta do a little talking tonight,
3: Ollie. I'm so glad, Richard. Um, I am at the Concession Golf Club, uh, a beautiful Jack Nicklaus signature golf course over here on the uh, West Coast, if you will. I know it's a course uh, you have played, and it's brought you to your knees. Pretty tough track over here. I'm uh, covering the Big Ten Match Play Championship, which is going to be taking place on Friday and Saturday, And we'll be televised on the Big Ten Network. And we've got uh, some of the best college golf teams in the country here today.
4: Yeah, that's uh, got to be a pretty strong field. And, uh, you know, uh, that is a darn tough golf course. And uh, did you get to play today, Holly?
3: Uh, did not play Rich B, working behind the scenes, taking care of, uh, you know, a few little things before the tournament starts, and we've got Golf Week magazine here, and we're going to be talking to Asher Wildman from Golf Week, who covers all the collegiate uh, news, and we're going to um, just be uh, getting all kinds of good stuff. We've got Bob Herod calling in from Pebble Beach, our big man from ESPN.com, and later on... Todd Lewis from the Golf Channel. So, as usual, some of our uh, best golf insiders covering uh, covering the tournaments. And um, mm, you know, I've been biting my tongue here, buddy. But uh, go Giants, go Giants!
4: You know, I I know you wanted to take that swing a while ago because uh, your uh, yeah your Buffalo Bills are on the sidelines uh, long ago. But hey, listen, Holly, uh, I
3: stayed I stayed true to New York and true to the colors red, white, and blue, and You know, let me tell you, it was uh, pretty something to watch them, you know, I mean, Eli Manning. I mean, I love your Patriots, Rich B, my sister, you know, she's a fan, lives in Boston, but uh, let's uh, just say it's Eli's time, you know?
4: Holly, you are my Giselle to Rich B, you know what I mean? If anything ever goes bad, I know you got my back, and don't be messing with my girl.
3: That's Holly, right.
4: Holly Giselle.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that brings new meaning to Holly G. I like that. I like that, buddy. But uh, my condolences. But hey, what a game, huh? We uh, we before we get into golf, we just have to say it was. I think the it, in terms of just a nail biter and down to the final play. I mean every. Football fan had to be happy with that game, regardless of how it turned out.
4: You know what? The game was great. Uh, You know the uh, the commercials weren't so great. Um, You know, and and the second half, you know, was just awful for the uh, Patriots fan. But uh, you know, congratulations go out to uh, all the Giants fans. And you know, and they are they are uh, you know they are such warm winners. You know, when they win, you know, they are just genuine and kind all the way around.
3: (laughs) Well, I love the fact they had this whole thing as a team. They had brought, you know, some motivational guy in to pump him up sometime in the middle of the season, I guess, when things were looking a little shaky. And uh, Rich B., as you know, um, I'm the queen of poker chips. It's uh, something we market, uh, you know, to a lot of golf courses around the country. And they, they got into this whole thing with poker chips. And this guy, you know, created this saying, all in, as a team, all in. They all had their little poker chips. Tips to remind them of, you know, playing a hundred percent, and and how about that? I mean, uh, a, a Super Bowl champs again for the second time in what uh, five years, four years? Is Amazing.
4: That, is that your new nickname, the Poker Chick? The Poker. Chick.
3: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but I just uh, I just loved it, and just a just a great game. But uh, speaking of speaking of great things and sports. How about Kyle Stanley? Come back, kid.
4: Well, uh, you know what? He wanted that last one and got, he was denied, so he come back this week or last weekend, and uh, and snatched one uh, from the jaws of uh, defeat there. Uh, congratulations. He did a damn good job.
3: I'll tell you what, I mean, I, you know, I just, I think that's got to be one of the best bounce backs of all time. I mean, he just went about his business, uh, you know, just, just, Really an amazing, amazing uh, comeback, and, you know, it was interesting, you know, he's 24 years old, one of the longest hitters on tour, but uh, not a big guy. I mean, I think he's, uh, you know, 165 pounds, uh, you know, soaking wet.
4: You know what, and he's a stud. He played uh, solid golf there for two weeks in a row. Hey, we got Bob on hold. You uh, want to break right away to Bob?
3: Uh, I think we're going to uh, go to a break quick, and then we'll uh, we'll bring Bob in from Pebble Beach. So let's take a quick break, and we'll be back to talk about Pebble Beach nice. and uh, all that's happening out there as Tiger returns for his first PGA Tour event. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, 1080 ESPN. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
5: Drive the BMW of your dreams at the price you like. With financing, you don't want to miss. Get to Fields BMW and choose from an incredible selection of certified pre-owned BMWs. Now with special 0.9% financing. Fields BMW, Winter Park, South Orlando, Daytona Beach, and Lakeland. Fields matters because you matter. Visit FieldsBMW.com. Offer valid with approved credit up to 36 months and excludes the X6 and M Series models. Offer expires 1031.11.
1: We all want more distance immediately. Now get a more powerful release at impact and increase your distance with the full release reverse grip from Field Golf. The full release reverse grip gives you a correct tour player-like grip the very first time you use it. That means more power and increased distance. The pros love it, and you will too. The full release, sold at Golfsmith and other fine retailers, or buy online now at FieldGolf.net. That's FieldGolf.net
2: golfers. Have you discovered the hottest golf ball since the Pro V1? Listen up. They're Chromax golf balls, and they're cooler and more colorful than Ricky Fowler's outfits on the PGA Tour. Chromax golf balls feature a reflective inner layer and translucent outer layer that make the golf ball appear brighter and easier to hit. Chromax's metallic finish reflects sunlight through the clear cover for unprecedented visibility, making it easier to hit the sweet spot, track the trajectory of your ball in flight, and make adjustments to your swing. Chromax golf balls are USGA approved and come in a rainbow of colors to suit every golfer's personality and playing ability lower your scores and put some fun back into your game chromax golf balls are available at your local golfsmith stores or visit www.chromaxgollf.com
0: are you happy with your website do you need new business cards brochures or promotional materials then you need gmsimage.com gmsimage.com provides creative marketing concepts and dynamic graphic design. GMSImage.com is quick and responsive and will deliver your project on time and within your budget. Visit GMSImage.com, 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 321-303-9684, 321-303-9684. Quite an
4: impact, actually, uh, when he sent three iron and hit me in the back of the head.
0: I can't believe I'm into this, I really hate to lose
3: We're back, the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4, in-studio, Rich and coming to you live from the Concession Golf Club in beautiful Sarasota, Florida, Holly G., as we are on site for the Big Ten Match Play Championship, a uh, big event that's happening here with a number of the best uh, collegiate teams around the country. They'll be having a little practice round tomorrow and then teeing it up Friday. It's going to be telecast on the Big Ten Network. And, uh, Rich B., this uh, concession, as you know, a pretty tough track. It opened in 2006, got to Golf Digest Best New Private Club that year and slopes out at about 155 from the tips, the toughest the USGA allows and uh, did you course, set the course record when you were here a few weeks ago, buddy? plans? Yeah,
4: I think I set the record uh, for uh, about a five and a half hour round. Now, uh,
3: <laughs> I think uh, you actually had to phone into the pro shop, didn't you, for a few more pro v ones?
4: You know what? They uh, they gave us a caddy, so that kind of kept us on uh, on schedule as far as time. And uh, that's probably a good idea because uh, you need a little help to read those greens. Uh, probably the toughest greens I've ever seen. I have to be honest, Holly.
3: Well, and uh, you know, I think if you ever want a chance to play play Augusta like greens, the concession uh, certainly certainly has them, and uh, it's just a, a wonderful track out here. And we're going to see uh, some of the some of the best of the best when uh, the NCAA golf championship format changed in two thousand nine to include match play. Uh, the Big Ten coaches organize their own match play tournament to help provide their teams with more match play opportunities, and um, that's what uh, this big event is all about. Going to see all kinds of great schools here over the next couple of days, and we're just happy to be out here and catching up with uh, the latest and greatest collegiate golfers from the Division One. So, but first we got to go out to the West Coast because. We've got our man, Bob Herrig, from ESPN.com out there to give us the latest scoop on what's happening at Pets. Hey, Bob.
6: Hey, how's it going, guys?
3: Great. i um, having a little trouble hearing you, Bob, but if you can just you know, speak up a little louder so I can hear you. just wondering uh, what the scene is like out there with Tiger returning for his first event. Uh, sounds like he gave a, a pretty uh, interesting press conference he sounded like a pretty revealing interview for Tiger, a little reflective, and sounds like he seems to be pretty content about where he is right now.
6: Yeah, no, no question. Uh, first of all, the golf course, uh, you know, the three courses they're playing on the weather right now, just terrific. Um, there's a lot of buzz because Tiger's here. Hard to believe, but first time in ten years that he's playing the tournament. He was obviously here two years ago for the U.S. Open, but he hasn't played the Pro-Am tournament here since 2002 and uh... yeah you're right in this news conference on tuesday he he sounded uh... maybe about as much at peace as i've as i've heard him uh... in in the last uh... two plus years i mean it uh... it was really um, you know he seemed like he's he's content and not content with his game but seem seems to be confident with the direction is heading um, Obviously, he's had three really good stroke play events in his last three outings. He, he contended at all three, won one of them at the Chevron. Uh, you know, probably feels like he, he could have, could have or should have won in Abu Dhabi. And, you know, anybody else we're talking about, what a great stretch. So, uh, for Tiger, obviously the standards are a little higher, but it's still a good sign, uh, for him, uh, getting back to where we think he should be.
3: I saw an interview um, somebody was you know asking him about how you know things were coming together with his game, and you know really w- what has been the process since working with Sean Foley. and I thought it was very interesting tiger uh, talking about how he thought his game was very one dimensional, which I find a little hard to believe, given you know his incredible success and talent. but as he was describing it in terms of his way, his ability to really you know mix up shots and hit the shots that he he wanted to on a consistent basis, that really there was a learning curve in getting together with Sean and kind of breaking it all down and uh, going back to the drawing board.
6: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that's hard for us mere mortals to understand. I mean, if you've got one good shot, as good as his shot's going to be, why would that not work? The Tiger has always been one who likes to work the ball. He likes to draws and saves, depending on the situation. Um, he wants to have command over his shot, and you know his previous um, attempts at changing his swing took time. I mean, if you go back and look at the history, I mean, he he uh, you know he won the Masters in '97. He had that great rookie year, won four times, and only won one time in '98, and was sort of middling along in '99 before it finally clicked in. I mean, it was over a year process. Uh, the changes he made with Butch, and the same thing happened with Hank Haney. He kind of had a dry spell there uh, in 2003, 2004. In fact, in 2004, he only won one tournament all year. Uh really wasn't a factor in the majors. And then from 2005 through 2009, it was unbelievable. Well, here we go again in 2010. In August, he makes a decision to, to make changes, and it's been about a year and a half. Part of that time, though, was taken up with injury, you know, where he really wasn't able to work on it, now now here we are. I mean, it's it's to that point now where you would think it's going to start to come together, uh, and that's what we've seen lately. We've seen now that he's healthy, he's been able to practice, and uh, he's got the command, and he seems to just be a guy who wants to understand his golf swing, as he mentioned there about uh, the stuff with Sean Foley, and now, uh, you know, uh, it, it's sort of proving itself to be the, to be the case.
3: What do you see the biggest change having? You know, watched him now um, the past you know month that uh, seems to be clicking. I, I mean, it still seemed uh, it still seems on Sunday. You know, there's whether it's the putting that's going or you know the the some of the tee shots being a little wayward. What do you see the most difference?
6: Well, the, the main constant going back to Australia, uh, the, the the Australian Open, the Presidents Cup, Chevron. Abu Dhabi is his iron play. Um, he's hit a lot of good iron shots, uh, pin high, which is what he wants to see. If they might not always be at the flag, but they're at the right distance, and um, that is what you know really put him in the position to win the tournament in Abu Dhabi a couple weeks ago. He hit, hit uh, uh, 16 of 18 greens the first day, and he hit 17 of 18 greens on Saturday. Uh, I mean, it was uh, it was a phenomenal display, really. And if he'd have made more putts the first day, he might have run away with the
4: thing. Hey, Bob, uh, how's this for I'm... a – Bob, how's this uh, – uh, uh, he might be a little fresher. He might be coming back with a little better attitude. You know, uh, he seems to be fresh right now, but in six months, I'm sure if you ask him, he'd be like, yeah, I'm beat up. I've been playing a little too much. Uh, you, you know what I mean? His attitude's got to be real good right now.
6: Well, yeah, I mean, uh, he he came off that win, he had the holidays, he had time to work on his game. Uh, I don't think it's a case of being beat up in terms of too much golf. If anything, he didn't have enough uh, there for a while. Uh, Yeah, he's going to run into stretches of of a lot of tournament golf that's going to probably take it out of him here. But, frankly, that's what he needs right now. He needs tournament golf. Nobody in the top 80 in the world has played as little as Tiger has played over the past year. And, you know, we all know you, you gotta do it you've gotta do it under the gun. Uh there's nothing that stimulates uh that feeling on Sunday and you wonder, he won't admit it, but you wonder if that's maybe the reason he didn't get it done in Abu Dhabi a couple of weeks ago. You know, he just hasn't been in that situation a lot with this new swing and uh but I, I get the sense he feels feeling really good about his game. Now whether that translates here where he's gotta play three courses uh, the first three rounds, uh, one of which he had never seen until today, uh, is that going to affect things? I mean you know I, it's this is a hard tournament to handicap for for reasons for those reasons
3: well, and then you put in the mix of uh, the celebrity aspect, although it sounds like he's been having a lot of fun with his uh good friend Tony Romo, who he's going to be playing with sounds like Tony. Got a pretty good game and has been uh, tweeting and texting and he's he's pretty serious about showing up and bringing his A game.
6: And to be honest with you, I think that's good for Tiger. I mean, I, I think I think it's good for Tiger to have an amateur partner who is a really good player. Uh, you know, who's going to you know play from the you know obviously play from the forward tees, but you know, Romo's a scratch golfer and and they won't be looking for his golf, golf ball in the in the trees very often and. And I think that uh, that'll be a big help for Tiger because uh, he can focus on his own game and 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 know that they'll probably have a pretty good team, uh, although a team that isn't going to be getting a single handicap stroke.
3: Uh, it's hard to win
6: these things when you're not getting any strokes.
3: Hey, hey, golfer, that's pretty impressive.
4: Here's one. Here's one for you, Bob. Who's uh, Tiger got on his bag, and is it going to be a permanent deal?
6: Yeah, no, he's still Joe Lacava, who used to caddy for Fred Couples, and uh Made the move to Tiger last fall. He's he's the permanent guy. Uh, has been with them since the Fries tournament. Um, you know, Joe's a veteran caddy, been around 20 plus years, uh, and it's a, it seems to be a good match. Uh, you know, I think they're still feeling each other out a little bit in terms of of how that you know working relationship is going to to proceed. You don't see Joe reading a lot of putts. Although Steve Williams never did either, but uh, I think that's uh, you know it's a good move for Tiger. He likes a veteran caddy who's been around and who's been inside the ropes when things are things are uh, intense. So it's uh, it's a good situation for him.
3: Bob, I was surprised to see uh, that uh, Forbes just came out with their recent uh, most disliked athletes, and um, Tiger was number two behind Michael Vick. And uh I was certainly surprised. I thought perhaps um, you know the sympathy vote would be in for Tiger. But what do you think it's what do you think's gonna what it's gonna take to shift that? Winning majors is 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 it all about yeah. winning? And, and I just
6: I wonder who their sample was. Um you know, obviously there's a lot a lot of people out there who don't like Tiger. But there's a lot who do. I mean I see it at all these tournaments I go to. I mean You know where the biggest crowds were in Abu Dhabi. You know, there were ten times the number of people following his group as there were on the entire rest of the golf course. And that's just how it is. That's how it is with Tiger. He's he's still a popular figure. People want to watch him. I think for the most part, golf fans have put the personal stuff aside and said, I just want to see the guy play golf and play well. The game is much more exciting when he's in the mix. And I think that's what they're looking for. So I, I thought that that report was, um, you know, I, I, it was odd. I mean, even Michael Vick being number one, I mean, uh, you know, he's been a pretty good redemption story, Michael Vick. Uh, you know, I mean, say what you want about what happened. But, I mean, he's, he's tried to do the right things in coming back. I think for the most part Tiger has too. So, you know, uh, uh, I guess there's just a lot of bitterness out there.
3: Well, I, I I find it surprising too, especially given once Tiger committed to the AT&T, they talked about ticket sales being up, you know, almost 35%. So that uh, that's proof to what you're saying right there.
6: Exactly. And he gave him, you know, he gave him a month months uh, note, heads heads up. Uh gave him uh gave him some good advance warning which uh is something he's not typically done. That's uh that was a I'm sure a big help to the tournament. Uh and uh uh, you know, it's, um, in fact, it's probably more than a month. I, I mean, he, he's he been trying, it seems, to do the right things. I mean, he committed to fries early. Um, you know, uh, we haven't heard about his schedule beyond this week, but I think you can pretty much expect he's going to be at the match play. He's not going to skip a World Golf Championship event. I don't think he's ever skipped one he's been eligible for, except maybe Australia way back 12, 10, 12 years ago. So... Uh, and then there's rumblings about Honda. Uh, you know, he lives down there near Honda now, Jupiter, uh, area. Uh, he has said he'd play a new tournament this year. That one makes a lot of sense. So, we'll, we'll see. But, um, you know, I, I'm not, I, I think the next step is what you said, getting back to winning, uh, whether it be tour events, a major, that, that then will maybe perhaps push some other people, uh, over the edge and get them back as well.
3: Well, he, met, he mentioned too another key factor, and that is his kids. You know, Tiger. We forget now he's thirty-six. He's he's a dad, and the kids are are uh, now just starting to grow up. They're not, you know, they're not teeny babies. Charlie's turning three, I think, this week, and he was talking about uh, how he's started picking up a club, and uh, that uh, you know what they talk, they're saying, "Hey, Daddy, when are you going to be on TV? When are we going to see you on TV?" And that you know that's a whole nother motivation.
6: No doubt that might be the greatest motivator ever. Uh, you know, to, just to give him that different perspective. And of course, you know, now he's sort of getting to live a little bit, um, what his dad lived, uh, you know, 33, four years ago when Tiger was first starting out. You know, we all know about that story and how Earl got his, got Tiger into golf and, and that bond and how close they were. And now Tiger gets to live that from the other end. And I'm sure he's, uh, you know, kind of reminiscing and maybe even realizing, you know, what it meant to his dad. Because now he gets to see it as a dad. You know, it's it's a, um, you know, we don't know a whole lot about what goes on in his personal life, but he seems to be a lot more at peace. And uh, I don't think we can ever have any idea, you know, maybe what was going through his mind a year ago, two years ago at this point when he was trying to come back. Uh, You know, I'm sure there was a lot of mental anguish. Uh, And not to condone it, but uh, certainly, uh, uh, you know, in retrospect, it's quite clear it didn't help.
3: Well, terrific uh, comeback victory for Kyle Stanley this past weekend. Uh, Just give us a a little uh, overview of who you think we're going to see rise to the top on Sunday here with the uh, field mixed with, you know, some of the best all year long. Dustin Johnson, of course. uh, Phil Mickelson and um, a, a bunch of others we're going to see out there.
6: yeah it would, it would actually be kind of nice to see Phil get it together this is a fourth straight tournament he's not off to the greatest start uh, after saying he had a really good off season um you know I think we'd, we'd like to be, see Phil get back in there and be a factor again. He's won here a couple of times in his career um, you know you mentioned Dustin Johnson who's been coming back from the from the knee surgery at the end of November, uh, he's won here twice. Um, you know, I kind of like Nick Watney, who uh, you know I, I think is sort of always on the verge of playing well or or being up there. We don't talk about him a whole lot, but I sort of like him. Uh, it's uh, you know, of course, <laughs> we say that there's so many guys. I mean, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I don't know that who 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 would have been picking Kyle Stanley. Uh, you know, to, to be in the mix two straight weeks like that, basically giving one away and then stealing one. Uh, so it's, uh, you know, here we are. It's wide open. We're sort of in this, this realm here where a lot of different guys can step up, and none of it should really be a surprise.
4: Rich B.? You know, uh Bob, I you know, uh, th- they're not going to sell as many tickets as they did last week in the desert. Bob, can you explain please how do they get that many people to show up at a golf tournament? What is the deal?
3: 518,000. A, it's a, you,
4: know, it's a, you know, Phoenix
6: Open is unique. I mean, it's just a you know, it's a different animal. Um, they they cater to to that dynamic. They've got tons of parking. I mean, that's what you need. You need to be able to Get 40,000 cars, uh, on site like that. You could, you'd never be able to get that many people to a golf tournament if you had to shuttle them. So, uh, it's a, it's just an interesting dynamic that they have there. The community embraces it. Non-golf fans go out there. They want to be part of it. Um, I think there's a lesson to be learned there for other tournaments. Maybe not so much in terms of getting that many people, but getting their communities involved. I mean, it's, uh, I think it's great. You know, for the Super Bowl week is not the greatest week for a golf tournament, but yet they embrace it and make it work for them. I think it's uh, I think it's a terrific scene.
3: And Phoenix, certainly a, a perfect city for it. Uh, and that 16th hole, there's you know, there's no other place in golf like that 16th hole. 173,000 out at the tournament on Saturday. However. Uh, I'm not sure Ben Crane singing uh, on the 16th tee probably uh, <laughs> broke a few glasses around the bar in the local sports pub on on Saturday. I,
6: I give him credit for um, you know for having some some uh, oh I don't know the, the you know the, the guts to do that uh, um, you know Bubble Watson as well. I mean you know I, I I think once in a while that sort of thing is good to see. Uh, shows another side and doesn't have to be so serious. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, there's nothing quite like the 16th hole. I mean, you know, 500,000 fans for the week. Even if they were off by 100,000, 400,000 <laughs> fans. I mean, it's just inc- it's incredible. I mean, I it think really we can, is something I think we else.
3: Can, I think we call can call the waste management the Super Bowl of uh, of golf for sure because uh, it really is. And like you said, they've just embraced it and and uh, it's it's good. It's good for golf. No doubt. Well, who do you see uh, in the winner's circle on Sunday, Bob? We'll put you on the spot before we let you go back to work in the press room.
6: Uh, I'm going to stick with my pick of Nick Watney. I think uh, we'll see if he can get it done. I mean, you know me; I'm not too good on these things, but uh, uh, that's that's my man. I'm going to ride Nick Watney this week.
3: Well, you know, we we rarely go out on a limb. We just put you in the hot seat, so. <laughs> but uh, fortunately, we have a, an eraser and a and a. Uh, Very small blackboard. That's right. All right, Bob Herrig, ESPN.com. Thanks so much. You're listening to the Golf Insiders 1080
5: ESPN.
3: Stay with us. We will be right back with more.
5: Drive the BMW of your dreams at the price you like. With financing you don't want to miss. Get to Fields BMW and choose from an incredible selection of certified pre-owned BMWs. Now with special 0.9% financing. Fields BMW, Winter Park, South Orlando, Daytona Beach, and Lakeland. Fields matters because you matter. Visit FieldsBMW.com. Offer valid with approved credit up to 36 months and excludes the X6 and M-Series models. Offer expires 10-31-11.
1: We all want more distance immediately. Now get a more powerful release and impact and increase your distance with the full release reverse grip from Field Golf. The full release reverse grip gives you a correct tour player-like grip the very first time you use it. That means more power and increased distance. The pros love it, and you will too. The full release, sold at Golfsmith and other fine retailers, or buy online now at fieldgolf.net. That's fieldgolf.net
2: golfers have you discovered the hottest golf ball since the pro v1 well listen up they're chromax golf balls and they're cooler and more colorful than ricky fowler's outfits on the pga tour chromax golf balls feature a reflective inner layer and translucent outer layer that make the golf ball appear brighter and easier to hit Chromax's metallic finish reflects sunlight through the clear cover for unprecedented visibility, making it easier to hit the sweet spot, track the trajectory of your ball in flight, and make adjustments to your swing. Chromax golf balls are USGA approved and come in a rainbow of colors to suit every golfer's personality and playing ability. Lower your scores and put some fun back into your game. Chromax golf balls are available at your local GolfSmith stores or visit www.chromaxgolf.
0: Are you happy with your website? Do you need new business cards, brochures, or promotional materials? Then you need GMSImage.com. GMSImage.com provides creative marketing concepts and dynamic graphic design. GMSImage.com is quick and responsive and will deliver your project on time and within your budget. Visit gmsimage.com, 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 321-303-9684, 321-303-9684.
6: Well, I don't want to take all the credit for their talent, but uh, first I had to teach them to play golf. And then I had to teach them to sing, and then I taught them to play various instruments, none of which they do very well.
1: I want my dreams.
3: With the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4. In the house is Rich B., the best caddy on the planet, along with me, Holly G., coming to you live from the Concession Golf Club in beautiful Sarasota, Florida, where we're here covering the Big Ten Match Play Championships. And um, I have with me the best, best reporter on the planet when it comes to collegiate golf, Asher Wildman, they call him the Wildman, from Golf Week, the on-air talent, and uh, as I said, the guy who knows everything going on about collegiate golf, and Asher, welcome to
7: the show. Thank you. Once again, pleasure to be here. Love college golf, and uh, you know, concession. What can I say about it? They should call it the concussion.
3: And you had a chance to play it right before the PGA, so I know, but scored one of your best rounds ever, didn't you, out here? Uh,
7: I don't know. I mean, considering how difficult the course was, I was happy with my 93.
3: Playing playing out of your shoes, and, hey, it must have felt like about a 75 because, uh, as we said before, really tough track out here, and it's going to give yeah. these uh, Division One teams a real contest coming up in the next three days. And you were sharing with me when we were um, at break about uh, the fact that you know Kyle. I do know Kyle, yeah. yeah.
7: Uh, in fact, over the summer when he was an amateur, uh, we met him and I. We were paired together in the AMAM at the Players Amateur in uh, Bluffton, South Carolina. And then I was doing something for Golf Week TV where I was actually caddying for Billy Horschel. And it was the first round of the Western Amateur, and we were paired with Kyle Stanley, and we were two up with with two to go. And Billy was had like literally like a three foot par putt to seal the deal. And as he takes the putter back, gets like stung or bit by a mosquito, and he just totally he pulls the putt, Kyle wins 18, we go to the first playoff hole, and we lose on the first playoff hole to Kyle Stanley, and the rest is obviously history.
3: Unbelievable. You know, uh, Rich B. often pulls that I got stung by a mosquito trick on me when he's got a you know real critical putt when we're playing in some of our matches. Don't you, Rich B.?
4: You know, that says everything about this Kyle Stanley. That is such an impressive thing. Now, this guy was an amateur how long ago?
7: Uh, let's see, he, he, he left after his junior year, so, and he's been a pro now for two years, he won the Hogan Award, uh, not last year, two years ago, and that's when he turned pro because he had the sponsor's exemption, sponsor's exemption to Colonial from winning the Hogan.
4: That is pretty strong, now this kid obviously has got some game, nobody ever saw this on the radar, really, uh, you know, and you're just waiting for this next guy to pop up. I'm oh, going to give this guy my vote to win at is. Pebble I, Beach I, this week.
7: I'll tell you this. I definitely saw Kyle doing this. Um, you know, the thing with Kyle, the only thing that I think some people are worried about with Kyle is that he's such a serious guy. I mean, when it comes down the court, he just wants it so badly. I mean, he's out there, and when the round is over, he's out on the range hitting for another hour. He's chipping and putting. I mean, he literally will go over it in his head over and over and over again, try to figure out where he could have put it, how he should have done it. And He wanted it, I think, more than anybody else in just, I, I, am a little bit surprised the way he came back, but I'm not surprised that we could, we're calling him now a PGA Tour winner.
4: You know, Asher, this is why I have gray hair because you know people talk about me being way too serious on the golf course. I mean, I'm a grinder. I'm like uh, Ben Crane out there, but I can see it in this kid. I'm telling you, this kid should have won last week. Th- you know, this week, and he's going to win. Uh, you know, this Sunday, I think he should have won three in a row already. This kid is just going to knock it right out of the park.
7: Yeah, and you know, and you know, here's the thing, and I, and obviously, you guys are probably a lot of the listeners are going to think I'm a homer when I say this about college kids, but I know the average golf fan every Sunday is looking forward to watching VJ, Ernie, Phil. I, I hate to tell you this, radio listeners, but there's kids out there named Ricky Fowler, Dustin Johnson, Gary Woodland, Webb Simpson. All these young twenty somethings. It's not like they're coming out of nowhere. You just got to realize that Fred Couples isn't in the field anymore to notice these guys.
4: Oh, don't say that. Holly will start crying if you tell her that Freddie won't be playing
3: this week. Well, um, you know, hey, we talk about it every week, and last year was, you know, the epitome of story after story. Asher of, you know, who's this guy and right. where did he come from? It, you know, just shows you how deep. And even this past week, I mean, you know, I I think maybe the only consoling thing to uh, to Spencer Levine was the fact that. Um, Kyle had been there the week before and so maybe, you know, that was a little bit of consolation, knowing, hey, okay he came back, maybe I can, but you know, as he said, it's it's up to the player to finish the tournament which he didn't, he had a seven shot lead at one point on Sunday but again, another name we've seen a little bit, he, you know, showed some good tournaments last year, but what can you tell us about Spencer?
7: You know, the former Bruin, uh, he was a good player in college, let, let let me just get that out of the way now, but is this somebody that is in college was as good as a Kyle Stanley, was as, as popular and well-known as, as Dustin Johnson? I don't think so. I mean, clearly he's got talent, he's got game, but I don't think I can say now he was as good as a Kyle Stanley, Webb Simpson, some of those other guys. That, you, you know. And honestly, you want to look at guys like Kyle Stanley and back up for a second. I hate to go back to Kyle, but look at the, the Walker Cup from four years ago, the guys that were on that team, Webb Simpson, Jamie Lovemark, Dustin Johnson, Kyle Stanley, Ricky Fowler, Billy Horschel. Uh, I, in fact, I think the oh Chris Kirk was on that team. So I think the only guys that hadn't it made it to the tour, Colt Nose was on that team. The only guys I think that hadn't it made it to the tour was, in fact, uh, Trip Keeney, who obviously stayed as an amateur. But it, it's amazing the, the quality of players that, that, that are in this game that, that just so many people are, are going to be finding out more and more about in the next year or two.
3: We're talking to Asher Wildman from Golf Week, the on-air talent and collegiate Man on campus in terms of knowing everything and everything statistically about collegiate golf. So, Escher, we're here at the concession for the Big Ten Match Play Championships, mm-hmm. and tell us a little bit about the season uh, as we're you know kicking it off here in January. And what teams should we be, should we be looking at from the men's and the women's uh,
7: Division One? Well, first off, on the we'll start with the ladies first on the women's side. You got UCLA, the defending champions. Now, Stephanie Kona went through LPJQ school. Her her goal was to kind of just get some pro competition or to find out what it's like. Next thing you know, she turned pro at the end of the week because she was that good. How good is UCLA? Well, the the women Women's Amateur Public Links champion, Brianna Doe, is playing in this first event of the spring as an individual. That's how deep this UCLA team is. They're the odds-on favorite, once again, to win the national championship this year. On the men's side, you know, you can talk about there's this team and then there's everybody else. There really is Texas and everybody else. I mean, Texas is not only going to be the team to beat, but you know all the pre- there's going to be so much pressure on them when they get to the national championship because we know they'll make it to the top eight. But, of course, it's match play. And when you get to match play, who knows what can happen. It's one of those things. Texas right now has won four tournaments in a row. They won one of the best tournaments at Isleworth a couple of, uh, at the end of the fall. They started the spring off with a win in Hawaii. Obviously, they got big names in Jordan Spieth, who a lot of people can will probably remember from his, his I think, 16th finish, and Byron Nelson. But uh, Texas, there's Texas, and then there's everybody else. That's the way it is.
3: Who's your favorite team, Rich B? Who are you following?
7: University of
4: Michigan, of course, because you know I am from Ann Arbor, and uh, you know what? I love having Asher on because he is just so fired up. Hey, can we? You think we can get him fired up a little bit here, Holly?
3: I, I don't think uh, much uh, downshifts Asher in life, <laughs> period. But uh, part of it might be that uh, red red hair. You know, guys like that, they're always on fire. He's got a little bit of that Brant Snedeker in him. you know?
4: Nice. He's, you know, how about the Wolverines, always, uh, Asher?
3: ready
7: to go.
4: Asher, how about the Wolverines? Are they there?
7: They were. Unfortunately, Coach Staff, who, who led the Wolverines, he, he, he left for the North Carolina job as a position that is kind of where he wanted to go, into North Carolina, the ACC. Michigan also lost one of their top players to Georgia, uh, who's going to be playing in the spring. Michigan, though, they're a good program, good team. Are they going to win this week? I'd say maybe because if match play and anything can happen. Are they going to win the Big Ten, though? I hate to say, Rich Beam, probably not.
4: You're breaking me. You're breaking my heart, Asher. You know, you're killing me, really. And I'm trying to pump you up, and you're just taking it right out of me. So uh, all things are fair now. Appreciate it, Asher. uh,
3: UCF, because I know uh, you're an alumnus of.
7: Got married on campus.
3: UCF, yes, a big, huge uh, supporter. Uh, What's, what's? We know what's happening with the women's team Mm -hmm. because we have Mary Bryan on the show from time to time. But tell us what's going on the men's side.
7: Well, uh, Bryce Waller brought in two recruits from Division II. One was the reigning Division II Player of the Year. The other one was an All-American. Now, UCF, you know, one of their their top player, Greg Easton, he's been battling a wrist injury. Uh, UCF right now somewhere in the like, 25 to 30 range in the rankings. Very good team. They'll probably be the favorite to win Conference USA this year. And, and I'll tell you this, all they got to do is, is get in the top eight at Nationals. If they make it to Nationals, I think they're going to be at a big disadvantage, though, because I just don't see how a team from Florida can go to Riviera and just tear it up. I mean, I really think when we get to the National Championship and we have to get to those top eight teams to move on to match play – realistically, I think you could see four five California schools, six Pac-12 schools, uh, Pac-10, Pac-12, however you want to phrase it. Uh, but I just think it's going to be so challenging for those East Coast teams to go to Riviera, play on those greens, and, and be comfortable enough to where they can get, get through qualifying and move on to match play.
3: Well, nobody covers it better than Golf Week when it comes to college golf. And Asher, tell our listeners how they can check out everything about collegiate golf online in golf week, sign up for a subscription,
7: tell them everything. Sure. You can go to our website, golfweek.com. Uh, I'm on Twitter. It's at golfweekwildman, all one word. Uh, also on golfweek.com, if you click under our college section, uh, I have a blog. It's called Wild Man's Corner, so there's new material up there all the time. And in fact, right now on golfweek.com, this kickoff off the spring season, we've done a conference breakdown of every single conference in men's and women's golf, so you can see anything from the Patriot League, if you're from uh, Washington, D.C., like my dad went to America, and he got absolutely thrilled to see something on Army golf, uh, or if you're actually a West Coaster, in fact, we had our Pac-12 story up the other day on the women's side. So every day there's a conference breakdown for men's and women's, and, and I think that's about it.
3: Awesome. Well, we uh, love college golf, both Rich B and myself, and we look forward to having you back for an update on the Golf Insiders uh, in the next couple of weeks. And we're gonna we're gonna stay tuned to what's happening out there, and we appreciate you spending a few minutes with us. That's your wild man from Golf Week. You're listening to the Golf Insiders 1080 ESPN. Stay with us. We're gonna be right back with Todd Lewis from the Golf Channel.
5: Drive the BMW of your dreams at the price you like with financing you don't want to miss. Get to Fields BMW and choose from an incredible selection of certified pre-owned BMWs. Now with special 0.9% financing. Fields BMW, Winter Park, South Orlando, Daytona Beach, and Lakeland. Fields matters because you matter. Visit FieldsBMW.com. Offer valid with approved credit up to 36 months and excludes the X6 and M Series models. Offer expires
1: 10-31-11. We all want more distance immediately. Now get a more powerful release at impact and increase your distance with the full release reverse grip from Field Golf. The full release reverse grip gives you a correct tour player-like grip the very first time you use it. That means more power and increased distance. The pros love it, and you will too. The full release, sold at Golfsmith and other fine retailers, or buy online now at fieldgolf.net. That's
2: fieldgolf.net golfers have you discovered the hottest golf ball since the pro b1 well listen up they're chromax golf balls and they're cooler and more colorful than ricky fowler's outfits on the pga tour chromax golf balls feature a reflective inner layer and translucent outer layer that make the golf ball appear brighter and easier to hit Chromax's metallic finish reflects sunlight through the clear cover for unprecedented visibility, making it easier to hit the sweet spot. Track the trajectory of your ball in flight and make adjustments to your swing. Chromax golf balls are USGA approved and come in a rainbow of colors to suit every golfer's personality and playing ability. Lower your scores and put some fun back into your game. Chromax golf balls are available at your local golfsmith stores or visit www.chromaxgolf.
0: Are you happy with your website? Do you need new business cards, brochures, or promotional materials? Then you need GMSImage.com. GMSImage.com provides creative marketing concepts and dynamic graphic design. GMSImage.com is quick and responsive and will deliver your project on time and within your budget. Visit gmsimage.com, 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 321-303-9684, 321-303-9684.
6: Hey, Harry, thanks a lot for all the security you provide for us.
8: Well, that's my job to keep all those nuts away from you. That's just the way it is. Don't play
1: in pebble, won't pay the price. I love my muni, I think it's nice, it'd
4: be good, it'd just makes it hard. Holly? Holly, are you out there? Well, it's just Rich B in the old studio tonight. Hey, how about that? That sounds like fun, doesn't it? WHO 1080 the team ESPN. Thank you for supporting us for all these years. That would be Holly G and Rich B on the Golf Insiders.
3: And we- hey, we're going to go live to Pebble Beach because it's all about Pebble. Well, There's let's a do place it. Place of golf heaven out there on the left coast. And <laughs> Todd Lewis standing by to give us uh, his latest scoop on what's happening. Hey, Todd.
8: Hey guys, how are you?
5: Doing great. Just, we're spread
4: out across the state here. I don't know where you're at, Todd, but uh, <laughs> Holly, Holly's hiding from me right now over on the west coast. I'm in the igloo here on uh, Cimarron Road. And uh, where are you
8: at, Todd? Well, I'm not actually in Pebble. I mean, I wish I was in Pebble Beach, but uh, I am currently in my 2008 model car driving home after doing Golf Central in our Orlando studio. That's where I am. you stuck in traffic on I-4? Well, I'm not stuck in traffic. I just pulled out of the parking lot.
3: Hey, you know, that's the beauty of technology. We can put on a show from absolutely anywhere, including the car. It's a beautiful thing. So, uh, Todd, we've been talking about, you know, Tiger playing his first, you know, first PGA event this year, and, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of interesting stuff coming out in his uh, press conference from Tuesday. You know, really sounding like a Tiger's maybe reaching that place of being a little more content, feeling confident about his game, settling into, you know, being a dad. Uh, It just sounded like a different Tiger.
8: Yeah, you're right. You know, and I think that's come with maturity, uh, not only as a golfer, but just as a person. I mean, he's in his mid-30s now. He's 36, and, um, you know, we all have definitely – had chapters in our lives when we have, you know, from the 20s, I'm definitely not the person I was when I was in my 30s, and now I'm in my 40s, I'm not the person I was in my 30s, and the same is going on with Tiger.
3: Yeah, in Um, this case, it's volumes,
8: not just chapters. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, the thing that I heard that um, kind of, a couple things that stood out with this press conference yesterday, one, he is at peace, um, which, you know, I haven't heard him say that in quite a long time, if at all, and... Hearing him say that, he's at peace in his mind, you know, in his game, and obviously at peace in the fact he knows that his body is healthy and he can go out and train with it and, and hit the range whenever he wants to and not worry about Achilles, knee, whatever, any all the many ailments that have plagued him over the years. Uh, and he's got confidence. And you go back to the end of last year uh, in Australia, when he nearly won the Aussie Open, when he secured the President's Cup of the United States team at Royal Melbourne, uh, winning the Chevron World Challenge, granted, a small field, 18 players, I know, but a win is a win, and he needed that to get some confidence back. And then he was in the mix, uh, in the heat at Abu Dhabi as well. And and the interesting thing about Abu Dhabi, he was in the final group on the final day, and sure, he lost and finished tied to third. He shot a 72, but he he said he was very positive um, with that 72 because that was his worst day, and, and the thing that Tiger does so well, so many great players do so well, is they play poorly well. Now, when I say that, that means they, when they have a bad day, when they're not hitting the ball in the center of the club or they're punting it off or whatever, they can turn what is a 76 or a 77 into a 72. And that was Tiger's bad day, that final round in Abu Dhabi. And were, we're nerves involved? Possibly. Um, but at the same time, he still was able to kind of keep it all together in his mind. So he has got a lot of positives, uh, not only with the way he has finished over the last few months, but also in his mind, in his heart, in his body, and consequently with his game.
3: Absolutely. I, I, I think it's going to be really fun to, to watch him. It's hard to believe it's been 10 years since he's played at Pebble, uh, although I think, you know, he likes California. He likes playing in California, and well, that's, a, um,
8: that's, a, Holly, that's a bit of a misconception. It's the tenth year that he's played this event. Right, it is, right. It yeah. It yeah. Well, he won a thing Open called the U.S. Open too. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so <laughs> and he, that
8: course was set up differently. So. Yeah.
3: Absolutely, um, but I mean, but, I, but what I was going to say is that I, I think you know he he pro- he probably feels very comfortable there, especially having that amazing win um, in the U.S. Open. And I think, you know, I think everybody would like to see a Tiger bring home the trophy on Sunday.
8: Well, the, I think from what happened in Abu Dhabi, uh, I, I think it's good for the game just to have Tiger in the mix. Whether he wins or not, I, if, he, if he loses and he is still right there uh, come Sunday afternoon in the final few groups and it has, a, has a chance to win, I think that's as good for the game as if him winning. Because what that does, we, you have to understand, we now have such, because of, of what he has done on the golf course, that you know, some say is the greatest of all time, and that's a different day for a different argument. But what he has done, our expectations as fans are tremendously high. And so if he if he gets close again and doesn't win, then that keeps us hooked to the game of golf. Where will he play next? Uh, and so I, I think that, you know, if he, again, is in the mix on Sunday, whether he wins or not, it's going to be great for the game. It's going to be great for the PGA Tour.
3: Well, another thing, fun, fun thing about, the, about Pebble Beach is that it comes with a lot of celebrity, <laughs> a lot of celebrities, athletes, actors, comedians. I know one of the fan favorites is watching Bill Murray. Um, who, who are you going to be watching? There there's some regulars like Ray Romano and Kenny G, Michael Bolton. But uh, who do you like to watch in that
8: celebrity pack? Well, I mean, I'm gonna I, I, personally as a golf fan and a golfer, I, I'm interested to watch Tony Romo. I mean, Tony Romo is the Cowboys quarterback, who the scratch player, um, who also uh, has tried, he's unsuccessfully tried to qualify for the U.S. Open, and he's going to be playing with Tiger Woods, and it's going to be eight, nine, ten deep with that group. Now, how is he going to handle the heat of playing with? You know the most gravitating figure in the game in Tiger Woods, and also the fact that everybody knows that he's supposed to be good. And now you've got, without a doubt, he's going to have the largest gallery he's ever had watching him play golf. So I'm interested to see how he handles that more than anything.
3: Where do you think that you think the pressure is more? Uh, being there trying to take the club back on the first tee, or uh, you know, trying to make that first touchdown in a playoff game. <laughs>
8: Well, he's uh I I got to believe that he is a professional quarterback that he seems much more comfortable in the huddle and under center than he would playing in front of what would probably be about 4,000 fans uh with Tiger Woods. So I I got to believe he'd be a little more comfortable under the center.
4: Yeah, and you know what, getting hit with a golf ball hurts a lot more than getting hit with a football. <laughs> Yes, that's true. Trying not I, I, to hit somebody is where it uh, I, I, I <laughs> goes. would rather
8: have my ego bruised than, like, my chest bruised <laughs> with a Justin Tuck hit to my, to my solo play. Well, you know, we I think we talked
3: a couple of weeks ago, Todd, and, and uh, we're picking your brain about who you thought, you know, the, the breakout players were going to be this year. And it seems like we had all kinds of, you know, story after story last year, and we're starting right back in the same place this year. You know, first is Kyle Stanley. Then even well, last week we're looking at Spencer Levine. And, uh, you know, we're, we're starting out again with a whole bunch of new names and new faces.
8: Well, you know, Spencer Levine's been around for a while. Kyle Stanley, I said this, I talked to you guys last week, and I, and I meant this, I, he's going to win. Now, I was a little surprised he was able to bounce back so quickly, but that told me a lot about him. He's got tremendous talent. That's uh, I mean, our world, our world, don't you think? Tremendous talent. He has, I mean, he could be the next star. There is no doubt about it. He's just 24 years old. And for him to bounce back from such a mental hurdle like he did at Scottsdale coming off what happened at Tory, then uh, that tells me not only does he have the great technical game, but he has the mind as well at such a young age for him to do what he did. I thought was a remarkable. I think he's got a great future on the PGA tour.
3: I don't know that you can really compare him because, you know, clearly what Rory did, um, you know, bouncing back and and, and winning, uh, you know, the the, the major. But uh, you know, certainly, Roy's been in that spotlight um, much, you know, a, a bit longer, and been on, uh, you know, that, that big stage a little bit longer. But you know, how how would you compare him?
8: Kyle Stanley to Roy McIlroy? Exactly. Uh, well, I, I, I think you can It's not a far off comparison considering you know how young. Well, Roy's actually younger than Kyle Stanley. But you know for him to win at a young age to prove himself on the PGA tour to live up to the expectations he was a great amateur just like Rory was and and when, when Rory came out of the professional rank he won in Dubai in 2009 that got the monkey off his back he he you know he didn't have to deal with the pressure are you going to win after such a great amateur career now Kyle Stanley has that off of his back so now I think he's much freer to play better and be in the mix at major championships. I'm not kidding. He's got that major championship type game, and I, this victory could propel him to be in the mix come April at Augusta, come June at the U.S. Open, and so on. I,
3: I agree, Todd Lewis from the Golf Channel. I think you're spot on as always, and uh, we appreciate you spending a few minutes with us. We got to wrap it up. It's been a, a great hour. Lots going on this week in golf, and. It's going to be fun to be watching and sipping a cool one from Pebble.
4: Hey, Todd, thanks a lot for your uh, your shout-out here, and uh, we do appreciate it. Hey, thanks to uh,
1: Bob Herrick of ESPN.com and uh, Asher Wildman of Golf Week.